This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, man. Just get this out the way right off top. Got a strange feeling that I'm going to feel the same way about power that I felt about BMF, dog. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna feel the same. Well, I don't feel the same reason the same way because uh, Power has established who they are. Uh, what five years ago? So like, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not in for surprises. Yeah, they not. Especially this is the third season of Ghost. Yeah, um, it's a, a urban soap opera. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? And but it's, it's a shot, bad one though. It's shot like that. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. I'm okay with it because my expectations are correct yeah, when watching. Yeah. BMF started off somewhat serious for a whole season and then went completely against everything that a different way. Yeah. Um we're gonna get to them both though, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode two ninety six of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, aka Trinidad and aka one half for the culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up though? What up, though? Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's popping? And this week, we bring to y'all the lowly anticipated BMF finale review, man, and, and the somewhat highly anticipated Power Season 3, Power Ghost, rather, Season 3 premiere. Um, going to talk about them both, man. Uh, I, I do think that right now Tariq is up in the Tariq versus Lil Meech battle of the shows. I think Tariq's just gotten one better. Um, now, granted, he also does have what you mentioned. Nigga, I'm coming from power. I'm coming from an already established um universe that was there and ready to go and i it was really just up to me not to fuck it up so you know he he has that going for him but um i'm gonna start pitting Tariq against uh little dog from canaan on the on the on the show tip because right now i think canaan went through two seasons bro it's my opinion dog but um want to thank the listeners thank everybody rocking with us everybody who tuned in uh to the episode 295 of snowfall that was a good ass pod bro that was a really good fucking podcast if you have not checked it out and you are a fan of snowfall go and listen to episode 295 we was podding so you see that for listeners mm-hmm. new old in between I mean, you just see the difference in podcasts. Um, yeah, depending on the content that we're reviewing. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, it's it's just a difference depending yeah. on what you're talking about. If if the show comes around trying to play, then we coming in the studio for play play, <laughs> like because I'm a full blown retard. Come on, nigga, like that's just what it is, bro. Like you know, if the show wants to be serious and wants us to take it serious, then you know. They they gonna come like snowfall is man, and and mayor of Kingstown and your honor. Yo, on finale week, whew, some shows got it. 
Some did not. But the ones that got it, body, Patreon subscribers, y'all going to be in for a treat when we get back in here tomorrow. I'm going to just let you know now, man. Um, So look, man, we got a lot of voice notes. Uh, Let's let's kind of switch it up a little bit. Start with the premiere first, man. Let's go with, uh, with Power Ghost, yo. Listeners, thank you all for sending in the voice notes. Um, everybody who, who asked week to week, I'm going to make sure I say it toward the top of the pod. If you want to send in a voice note, you can email us at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. That's thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on all the shit that we're reviewing. Um, shit, just share your thoughts in general, man. What you think about the podcast, what you think about the shows, what y'all watching out there, any of that type of shit. Um, go ahead and reach out and, and connect with the gods, man. We would love to hear from y'all. Um, now, Back to uh, back to Tariq, man. So before we press play on some of these voice notes and see what the listeners thought, bro. Uh, first impressions on the premiere, man. What'd you think, bro? Uh, it was straight. Um, I mean, it felt like power. Uh, I, I don't know if I want. I kind of like the what I, I like what they're doing with Monet right now. Uh, so we can get a different version of. Just this hardcore shut up for shoot you type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man. Um She's still mad, but it's a different mad now. Yeah. yeah. Um the the Tahada, the the father, he looks like a nigga who just got out of jail. I hate his character. <laughs> I hate his clothes. Um He for sure dressing like a nigga who fresh out. Like I he, he dressed like a cop. <laughs> he dressed like a cop, a bad undercover cop. I don't like it. Um the big reveal at the end of the show, I am so confused about, however. I definitely got some questions. Because they never showed last, mm-hmm. they never mm-hmm. showed, well, how do two people think they killed somebody who not did? Man, man. Especially, um, Her? Fry. Uh, uh, Effie. Effie. Yeah. Like, what did you do? Did you shoot yeah. her? Did you, like, what did you do? So, I remembered, and let's talk about it, um... I remember her and knocking her out. Like she pulled up on Braden, whoop, whoop, whoop. Effie knocked her out and threw yeah. in the car. And then And then so in the preview from next week, they show a knocked out Lauren rolling into like a lake. Like she in the car and the car rolling into a lake. Fam, why'd you just shoot her? Fam. In the history of power, nobody has ever fucking uh knocked somebody out and tried to drown them in a car. Like why didn't you just shoot her though? But I'm guessing with Lauren being Lauren, right, coming from the background she come from, she probably was trying to make it seem like she fucking, like, fell asleep at the wheel or OD'd or got drunk or I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how that went, but versus shooting her, right? Because if you shoot her, we know this got something to do with Tariq. <laughs> like, we don't know how it connect Tariq necessarily, but shooting her fucks it up for Tariq 1,000%. That's my guess. But the exact same effect happened <laughs> when she died. Every law enforcement, law Still enforcement, like, yo, like, yo, it's Reek. <laughs> yo, Reek. Um, yo, man, I um, I agree with you. It was a cool episode. It was. It was. Fine. I'm glad she not dead. I'm glad she not dead because you know I like Reek having a trio. You feel me? Uh, What's well, a couple of reasons? Uh, I like seeing the one young woman on screen. And now, I, that's, I spend, look, spend, that's what I'm trying to say respectfully. I spend a lot of time on our Instagram. You know what I'm saying? How and, could you uh, not? You know what I'm saying? That's DMX got to. Uh, and um, rest in peace to the dog. Ain't that like anyway? Uh, but I mean, why kill her off? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it's like killing Ghost off. 
and yeah. keeping every single person left. Like, there's no reason to kill her off. Yeah. Um. And I why I like her still being alive. Um. And we're gonna get into it a little bit more. But main reason I like her still being alive on the show. I think now her believed death or perceived death or whatever it it adds a layer to her character that she wouldn't have because on the flip side right through two seasons she wasn't that important to this storyline like she was the straight lace girl that reek you know kept trying to get with but she also couldn't really jam with that nigga's real life like i can't really be me with you it's just 100 percent. but now she know 100 percent who reek is she knows his background. She knows the shit he involved in. And now working with the cops, I don't know what side she's finna play now. Like, it makes her character a bit more interesting for her to fake her death. Or I don't even know if I could say she faked it. For her to just not die. And then for them to keep the illusion that she is dead and her to be working with the feds. I, I think that gives her something that she wouldn't have got otherwise. And I don't say this as a slight. Yeah. This is classic soap opera shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, we thought she was dead. Like... I'm not I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? And kudos to Power for pulling that out episode one. Don't drag this. Don't allude to it. Don't make me think it. Don't make me try to figure out, yo, wait, what happened? Like they keep talking about Lauren's death, like, but we never saw her die. Because we said that last season, like, we never saw her actually die. So we didn't really know if she was fucking dead. Um, so for them to get that out the way. I ain't mad at it It wasn't the It didn't feel like a reveal though Like did you feel that Like when they showed her At the end I was like I thought she was dead Oh that's what's up I don't know if I ever Thought she was dead Maybe that's why It ain't feel like a reveal For me Cause I always was just like Eh we well, ain't see it Well the person Who was hiding her Talked about her death mm. To sex mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So it sounds like You thought that she was dead You know what yeah, I'm saying Yeah So Hey man. And you the one hiding her And it's like That's inside Like you hiding it Even to your informant Like so It is what it is But um I'm just glad she back I'm glad she back Man let's see what uh What some of the listeners Thought about this episode Of Power Um Yo man Started off with one of the goats Uh my man AJ From across the pond Uh He said yo Episode wasn't whack But still reminds me Of a soap opera it's like the listeners be in the studio with us, bro, because they know the vibes. And it's nothing wrong with soap operas. Not at all. Not at all. Um, it's just a different tone. What up, y'all? It's oh, name tag. Hold up, hold up. This was name tag. My bad. My bad. See name tag. Yo, first of all, <laughs> you niggas got the same name. No, you niggas literally have the same name. I missed the Robinson because at the top it was Robins. And then down here it was Robin's son. So name tag, that's my bad. But look, name tag fucked up and used his burner email because the other one got name tag. <laughs> and then this the burner. He almost jumped into the AJ from across the pond email. But name tag, my bad. AJ, my bad. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard to easy to confuse the same nigga. But name tag, let's see what you thought about uh about Power Book Season 3, Episode 1. Power Book 2 Ghost. Season three, episode one. They really just need to shorten it. Just don't even call it goes. Just say power book two. Or why not just call it book two Tariq? Stop right there. Like, nigga. It makes all the sense in the world. Like, why is this called Power Book Ghost? And then every time they mention Ghost's name, Tariq get mad so he don't want to be compared to Ghost. I don't get it. I I I don't. 
I don't get it. I'm not really here for the crisis of conscience that he keeps going through. Fam, fam, you, you a bad guy, my nigga. Fam, it's what it is. Like, it, like what you yo, keep wrestling yo. With. What's funny is not only are you a bad guy. When I tell you, you literally your dad. You're a bad guy who keeps fighting the fact that he a bad guy, nigga. And you 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 speak well like him. Fam. Off the cuff Toastmaster 10 out of 10 Not a um or ah Fam You're literally trying to convince the world You're not a bad guy But in doing so You keep doing bad shit Which is exactly what you got mad at your dad for doing For lying Come on now I dislike Effie the most By the way <laughs> Cause that bitch is a super liar No Effie's a, on in fire a, in liar a, in a, a Super fraud All this And a super sh- freak All this super Be real with me Trust 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 Nigga you killed my girlfriend and he and this bitch acting like you can trust me, Yo. you can tell me anything. I'm down for you, bitch. Yo. Shut up. On on the list of shit that like would break us up, where does killing my girlfriend and then becoming my girlfriend rank? <laughs> it's like that's number one. It's dog. like a, a Adam Desiato move. Or something like that. <laughs> you know what I'm Yo. saying? <laughs> Yo, Effie is Adam. Effie is Adam. Adam is Effie. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And we know Finkler's Einhorn. I Damn, I ain't know Effie was fucking Adam, dog. She's That's probably wild. fucking Adam too. <laughs> no, Effie finna be fucking uh Bobby Brown. Um, what is that nigga name? I'm blanking right now, but Bobby Brown finna get it. I could see. It. You know why he finna get it? Cause he keep trying. And like she gonna get mad at Reek one night, and it's gonna be the perfect like storm of events. And next thing you know, it's gonna be that nigga prerogative, dog. I know what the fuck is going on. Anyway, name tag. Back to you. Cause I mean the show is centered around him, but anyway, um, I could tell that they're gonna lean more heavy into showing that Tariq is more like Ghost than he tries not to be. You can tell with some of the scenes that we saw. Now, yo, we don't listen to these voice notes prior to the pod. It's like this nigga name tag is in this bitch right now, having the exact same combo that we having currently, bro. This shit is crazy. I do think Michael Rainey, uh, who plays Tariq, I think he has improved a little bit more as an actor, uh, specifically during that scene with him and Effie in the dorm where she was, uh, you know, basically telling him she wants to be in the game. And Tariq is telling her why he doesn't want her in the game because everybody that kind of gets involved with him or gets too close or whatever, they get get hurt or whatever, or or they die for the most part. And... um, that was, I thought that was a, a decent display of acting from him compared to like what we saw from him in the past. Um, also, a few things. Do you all think that Kane is aware that Brayden did not kill Lauren? And he just. I was trying to be like, name tag, that's a different show. That's Snowfall. <laughs> Kane ain't on here. Forgot that was Bobby Brown. Kind of playing it off, you know, and. In the past. Um, Also, a few things. Do you all think that Kane is aware that Brayden did not kill Lauren? And he's just kind of playing it off, you know, until the end. And also, is Effie an informant? Lastly, do you also think that uh, I was, I was going to say, Monet, Monet, do you think that she has some idea that Lorenzo killed Zeke? And she just, she's just uh, deeply grieving right now, so she ain't too certain, but she has an idea. Looking forward to y'all thoughts on the pod in a minute. Peace. Peace, name tag. Um, 
go back to your first question. Do I think that Kane has any idea that Braden didn't kill Lauren? Um, no, I don't think Kane had. Kane's not that smart for one. Um, for two, Braden thinks Lauren is dead. So at the end of the day, Braden, even though he ain't killer and he had Effie do it, um, or he let Effie do it. Because he don't know that she's still alive, Brayden ain't giving off enough Effie for Kane to catch on. Caught him not killing her and, and then killed her. She took it over. <laughs> yeah, that's why I say, well, you let her do it because, nigga, I wasn't doing it. I'm going to let you do it. That nigga was giving her money to the run. Man, man. Yo, what happened to that bread? I wonder if Effie took that too. She a little thief. I don't like her. She a thief and a liar. Them the worst two. I'm so confused as to what they doing in college. Not school Like Effie Why you in school Effie why you leave Yale To come be close to this nigga Like are, Is You want a regular job No Cause if you selling drugs why, why are you in school It's crazy Cause um If you're Tariq right And the whole setup Was A You can leave high school early And get admitted to this college early This Ivy League A made up Ivy League college you can come early so you can tutor Zeke and keep him academically eligible while he hoops for us. Now that he did, I don't really know how Tariq still go there. Also, Tariq, if you're doing all this to get your father's inheritance, my nigga, you've probably made more than whatever that inheritance is. Well, he has, but he keep paying people. Because you're trying to stay in school. <laughs> like, start, like, this episode more than others... I'm like, dog, just be a bad guy, dog. Embrace this shit. Fam. Kill this nigga. He keep threatening y'all and he stabbed him in the stomach. I'm like, what? What are you doing? That was the all time. I'm a. I'm away. I'm away. I'm away. I I absolutely hated that kill. That was just like, what? What? I loved it. I fucking hated that kill. That shit was so unbelievable. Reek ain't even built like that. And he said, Ugh. Weak ass stab dog Um, Let's see what my man D Scott thought about uh, Oh wait Name tag had another question He said do we think that Monet um, Thinks that the dad Tejada Killed Zeke no. I don't think she thinks it But I think she's gonna find out very soon she's, I don't think I don't think we go in more than like two episodes Before she find this out She's definitely gonna find out But no she has no idea yeah. that he killed her. Right now I just think she met <laughs> What's wild to me about her being this man? I get it, yo. Your son just got killed. That's fucked up. No, my, my nigga, you got, just acknowledged him as your son one week ago. My son got killed while he hated me Come because on. of Diana. Bitch, that's why I'm still yeah, mad at you. Because of you. What, bitch, it wasn't your place to tell. It's not your place to tell. Whatever. It was yours, though. And I didn't. And I made a decision not to. For whatever reason. I made reason. a decision, too. Okay. Hey. And, and that's why the fuck I'm mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Don't act uh, like you don't. Uh, I have no idea. I didn't. All I did was tell you, bitch, shut the fuck up. Oh, no, Any no, no. truth to be told ain't your fucking responsibility to go around the world breaking under Diana caused the truth. scene, and that's for sure. But, so but Monet, now you got to be mad all you want, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But nigga, own your shit. You ain't owning your shit. I didn't get a chance to own my shit because he died the same fucking night because your bitch ass... Had to open your fucking mouth I don't even like because how she Because I can't go to fucking school with Tariq I don't even like her fucking energy My son, my son They killed my son Who killed my son? Bitch, she was just calling that nigga Your fucking grandnephew 10 weeks ago And now this is the greatest Your largest son No, you was trying to eat off him When he went to the league But That was your whole purpose I don't like that bitch But 
Whether what I call him publicly It don't change the love I got for the kid If he my nephew or my son or whatever The love that she got for the motherfucker is the same Well he was a retard You know what I'm saying And that's when You gotta love niggas that's on the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying You show them extra love nigga. This probably be the part where We get cut off <laughs> It is what it is man D. Scott dog What you think about uh, episode one of Power Book 3 Ghosts. This Weekend Culture, what up, though? What up, though? Um, the first six minutes of this episode, I hope and pray sets the tone for this season because Noma was a badass, is a badass character. Like, she made me be the most villainous motherfucker since, like, Milan. And we knew how Milan sent Shivers down Ghost back. But hopefully, they don't kill her off in one season. They kind of um, build her up. Have, st- have her stick around or whatnot, but two things I see that bother me: her sidekick. If only thing he's gonna be contributing is saying stupid shit about Americans and they're arrogant. Oh, you're cocky. Like I'm not gonna need you in the season. Like you need better lines or something. But how is Mecca gonna run off with Monet? But he has a whole fiance. That he's supposed to marry. I, I feel like that's a plot hole or just bad writing. Cause it didn't it doesn't make sense. But we're gonna see how that goes. I don't like how Tariq, Braden, and Kane were delivering those lines when she had them down on her knees. It like it was like reading off like they're reading off a teleprompter. It wasn't convincing or not or not. What's the point of bringing back Stern's husband if you're just gonna kill him? It may have some ramifications on the season. I want to sit back and see. But I think Kane is going to have a breakout season. Because he was fantastic this episode. All the scenes you're in was hilarious. The Braden scene when they're about to go up to um, Stern's husband's house. The scene where him and uh, Braden were going back and forth with the, the white boy jokes. And the Kane's face when he said, well... When uh, Brain's like, well, I can make some jokes about you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that was kind of funny. But, hey, Brain, you got to put in your own work. You can't just go to Kane to uh, kill people. If you want to be in this game, you want to be down with the uh, niggas or whatever, you got to, your gun got to go off. Shit, last thing you about to kill the jewelry store, nigga. Luckily, Kane jammed your gun. But... I think Effie is the informant because how is Lauren alive? You took her at gunpoint, put her in a car, yeah, she came out alive with the DA lady. Um, we're we gonna see how down uh, Effie is because she was a snitch back in the day at Choate. So I like the new professor they brought in since uh, Milgram's gone, but I don't see the significance of the classroom scenes. Except that it just tells me that Tariq is still in school. Uh, how is Tariq still at college if Zeke is dead when the, um, the whole thing was if Zeke doesn't play, you don't stay? Because um, I know they were telling him he didn't have a room or whatever, but he was still enrolled in the classes, so they were trying to kick him out. So uh, I got, we got to see how that goes. I think Tate needs more to do this season. We want to see what his congressional campaign looks like. Um, maybe they'll bring back his brother, uh, Kamal. 
both high hopes for the season after episode one. I hope they continue doing good sensical stuff instead of the bullshit that we're used to. But one thing I'm need to, re- to do this season is get a car. I don't want to see you running no more. Anyways, till next week. Peace. Everybody in this whole fucking series has a car except Tariq. Fam. So many people whipped up in vehicles today to, uh, in this episode. But the wildest part, I wasn't even tripping off the no car because I think I'm used to him not having a car. When the nigga was so stuck on not having a dorm assignment, I'm like, Reek, go get an apartment. Go get a crib. Like, get a fucking crib. When you don't get a dorm assignment, you get a refund check. You also broke. Which... Also doesn't make crazy. sense to me. But he, it, it that doesn't make sense I to me. I wonder how much stars get to pay from all these designer brands that they play. My nigga, like my they nigga. checks. They putting and they throwing the labels. Up. It's, like, it's only the, cl- the 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 shit with the label. It's yeah, not nothing yeah. else. No, it's Mary J and that shit top to bottom, nigga. From fucking heel to goddamn forehead, she and Fendi, Louis. It's all print. It's all everything. Reek. Amiri down with the fucking fits today, nigga. Uh, Kane, LV, yeah, Kane be another one. Uh, what's her name? Diana staying some shit. Maybe like, they got to deal with Macy's or some shit. Or Neiman <laughs> <you know, what's laughs> Marcus or some yo, shit. Yo, know. having to deal with Macy's and rocking all fucking Louis is wild. <laughs> um, these guys sent in a, a quick little follow up right after that, man. Let's see what my dog thought. Uh, on the on the comeback to. Oh yeah, one more thing. I was thinking about when Kane, Tariq, and Brayden were in that warehouse. They saw all that coke or whatever. They had to move. That would have been a perfect scene for them or Tariq to be like, "I know a guy that can help us move this," and call Tommy and Tommy to, to walk them through how him and Ghost used to move weight back in the day or whatnot with their um, prim- Primaris or whatever. But since Tommy ain't fucking with Tariq, he can't go that route. He can't call Tasha because Tasha's in Witsec. He can't call Ghost because you killed him. So, I mean, it seems like Tariq's fuck-ups are coming back to haunt him because that's a lot of weight to move in 30 days. But anyways, I'll sit back and listen. Peace. Peace, my boy. Um, Fam, there's... So one thing they did that was... And owed to the previous iteration of power, the OG power. Reek, Braden, Kane is Ghost Tommy Kanan when they were supposed to be moving at work for the fucking uh, Russian nigga, whatever dog was. And it was like, yo, we have this unreasonable, or no, when they was trying to get a million for for Reek in like a day and shit. You had to move a million fucking dollars worth of work to get Reek back from the Italians or whatever the fuck they was doing, nigga. I mean, this show is really, uh, the cycle is rinse, repeat. Facts. So, Facts. okay, I'm going to get these drugs off. Something's going to happen. Someone's going to extort or put pressure on Reek to, to do a bunch of stuff in a short amount of time to turn over money. Mm-hmm. Rinse, wash, repeat. Rinse, wash, repeat. That's cool. I could have deal without the first six minutes of this episode. Oh man, we gonna get to it. We gonna get to it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hold my thoughts, but I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. I could have did without the first six minutes, and probably can do without the other minutes that that character and her crew was in throughout the episode, bro. I just remember as cannabis lyric, 
where he says, I snatch off, I chop off heads just to take the necklace. Mm. And um, that's what I thought about this ring. I got you. Because she chop off hands just to take the ring. But what was wild, she never, like, just tried to grab the ring. Like, oh, girl gave her hand, like, freely. Like, they had her hand. Like, just slide the ring off. Especially if you're going to shoot me anyway, bro. I'm like, that pompous piece of shit. I can tell these Americans, they're just so... They're so crass. I just, I just proposed to my wife, and you talking about give me the ring. What do you think? How do you think this interaction is supposed to go? My nigga, y'all just cut my, my lady hand off, and we crass? We're the crass ones? Our behavior and, and language is fucking ugh? And okay. He, and okay. he said he's white Americans. Man. Which, which was, okay, I see what you're doing. But then on the very next scene, when, um, well, the next time oh, they were on, Kane, yeah. he was like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Kane's yeah. not a white American. Man, man. We're going to get into it. Um, Now, the real AJ from across the pond. Ironic that your voice note came in right after I fucked up name tag shit. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I see how y'all two niggas is moving. Two niggas. Um, AJ, what up, bro? What up, Pam? What up, Jay? It's your boy, AJ Tahada. I'm saying that because I was picking up groceries on Friday and the white girl at the checkout told me that I looked just like Kane. <laughs> I didn't know how to take it. I hadn't even seen power at that point. Um, got home, watched it, realized I was dressed exactly the same way. Black do-rag, <laughs> black hoodie, black jacket. I was like, okay, I'll let it slide this time. You are getting- AJ in the grocery store with the murder fit on. Side note. AJ, you don't know this, but a lot of people have, have reached out and asked me a particular question, and you just answered their question. What does AJ look like? <laughs> we get it every week, AJ. Yeah. Like this is a fact. He looks like Kane. So now, if y'all want to answer to your question, go rewatch episode one of Power, and every time you see Kane, just know that's AJ. That's how he moves through the fucking uh, London Kroger. What's the grocery store in uh, London? I don't know. I just think it's called Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to the Wales and Wales. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was funny as fuck. Wales market. A straight through, no edits voice note this week. Because y'all ain't calling me out on my <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> AJ was coming through with the punches last week. I was week, just asking. I didn't, I didn't mind. I was just asking. Well, he on TDE. That's punch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, let's see how it goes. Hopefully no fuck-ups. Honestly, I enjoyed the fuck. He's scared. He's going to let that accent slip. <laughs> He'll be like, name tag like, hey, yo, Kurt. <laughs> He's so scared he gonna let that accent slip, dog. My nigga be needing a sip of water between them takes. Like, yo, I'm too British. Am I too British? Alright. Oh fuck. Alright, AJ, we love you, bro. Out of this week's episode of Power. Um, after ten weeks of BMF, Power Tariq is practically Shakespeare in comparison. <laughs> there was a lot to digest in this episode. It took me a couple of watches to wrap my head around the whole thing. Um, but I'm gonna be overwhelmingly positive about this episode. So I'm not going to talk about how they had to show us a montage of Tariq's kills at the end of the episode just to remind us who he is because <laughs> most of the time he comes across about as menacing as a little puppy. Uh, I'm also not going to talk about uh, how Kane was a badass cold-hearted motherfucker in season one and is now getting pistol whipped on the floor by Africans and uh, it's basically reduced to chaperoning the two clowns around. Um... 
And actually, there were some funny moments there. Like when he called Braden uh, White Urkel and then he called him uh, Tom Brady. I was <laughs> yeah, like, that damn, that is a low blow. Um, I mean, Braden's annoying, but Tom Brady? I mean, if I ever call a white cat Tom Brady, then they need to know that is about the worst thing I could call you. <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about any of that negative stuff. None of it. None of it. Okay. <laughs> what I'm going to say is positive. Um, I thought Mary J has stepped up the acting game since the previous season, or so it appears this far. Um, the new professor, Professor Bennett, is 1,000 times more convincing than old girl from seasons one and two. Professor Mildew, whatever she was called. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Um, uh, like, I've been in classrooms with professors like that. That felt wow. real. Um, I mean, the classroom scenes themselves were still kind of cringy, but maybe a bit less than in previous seasons, but whatever. Um, good to see Lorenz Tate back. I know no, I'm in a minority on this. I fucking love that character. I love the way he plays it. I know several Rashad Tate types who are involved in London politics, so no one's going to tell me this is not a realistic character. In fact, I would even say he's one of the more realistic characters on the show. Um... And if we're talking about the gap between perception and reality, which the whole episode was about, I mean, he's one of the best characters you can use to illustrate that. He's all about the perception hiding a, a pretty rotten reality. And finally, the major plot point I guess everyone will be talking about is who is the CI that Sullivan has inside uh, the Tariq Tahada organization. Um, because straight after that scene where she told Cooper... You had to see, I think it was like the very next scene, you had uh, Effie asking Tariq some very probing questions. Um, I'm just going to assume that this is a classic power misdirect, uh, but I'm sure you'll be speculating about that. So, in conclusion, I am looking forward to kicking back on a Friday night and enjoying the season of power because, frankly, I am sick of saying negative things about BMF for the last 10 weeks. I want to say to find positive uh, nice things to say about power and I hope this season carries on as strong as it started um, is it snowfall? absolutely not snowfall is a gourmet meal power Tariq is a McDonald's but sometimes you have to answer the siren call of those golden arches um, before I go uh, rest in peace to Lance Reddick uh, fantastic actor, obviously The Wire and almost everything he ever appeared in um, Rest in peace. Rest in power to you, Lance Reddick. Uh, okay, peace and blessings to the entire family. Speak to you next time. Peace. Peace, AJ. Um, well, I was going to save it to the end of the pod because I didn't want to get sad or think about a fucking better show. Um, rest in peace, Lance Reddick, man. Uh, Lieutenant Daniels on The Wire um, played the dad in Resident Evil, the Netflix show that was just on this past summer i think um ironically he's been in all the um john wicks right so i had passes to go see a screening of john wick four last week um and spoiler alert his character didn't meet the greatest end um and i was sad right so i'm like damn not my nigga dog like it fucked me up in the movies on tuesday when i went to the screening and then um, to see that he passed from natural causes, uh, so sixty years old, man. I have no idea how true this is. What's happening? Because the little tiny TikTok clip 
I had, yeah, it was only like four seconds. And with today, with deep fakes and AI and everything, I just don't know if it's true. Yeah. But the day he died, a lot of people on the internet was like, interesting that he dies of natural causes less than 24 hours after he went on a, a rant about Elon Musk. <laughs> and like the video I saw, it was just on the phone or some shit or live or some shit. Yeah. He said, uh, it was weird. But he was saying something about Elon Musk, but it was only like three seconds before it, it cut off. Got you. And then he just dies of natural causes. Have you seen Lazarus? He's in um, impeccable shape. So in the uh, Resident Evil joint that I was just talking, I think that was Resident Evil. Let me um hold up. Let me verify that. It wasn't Resident that Evil. That was Resident Evil. Okay. Um, so in the show, he plays the dad of the two characters or whatever. Um, but in that... He has a lot of action scenes, right? Like, his character gets cloned. It's a whole thing. So, like, and then you find out later in the show, he's been cloned multiple times. So, he got, like, an evil version, a nerdy version, one that could fight, all that. The nigga was in incredible shape because he's scrapping himself in the damn movie or the TV show. And it's like, like to I, be 60 and in shape like that, you don't expect to die from natural causes. At, at one point, I was like... Yo, I think they are. He got in his contract. He got to take his shirt off or something, bro. Cause no, my I mean, pause, dog. Dog was out here. He was out here on his on his. Clearly, I I jog around the neighborhood shit a couple times a fucking day, and um, he just seemed like he was in as good a health as you could hope to be at sixty, nigga. He seemed like he was in as good a health you could hope to be at. 35 nigga like he didn't really seem like he wasn't in um or that he was in any type of danger to passing bro like yeah, that just seemed so very man. fucking far off man um I, I just enjoy i've been looking for this picture i took with him i met yeah. him he was uh he came to my place of employment a few years ago yeah and um i got the chocolate up with him um chris yeah from the wire mm-hmm. and um it was just pretty cool, man. As soon as I find that picture, I'm going to post it, though. Man, man, but it's it's just so wild, right? Because, you know, he was on The Wire. He was on Oz. He was part of this John Wick series. He was in all four of those. Um, Resident Evil, you were, you know, a lead in that. Um, like, he's just one of them, like, you could depend on him to come in and do an excellent job, no matter what the role was, right? Like, even his character on I I forgot. Because it was so many goats on Oz yeah. that it's very... I forgot Leon was in season one of Oz and was like a main character on that first season. Leon, that we know Leon? Leon, Leon. He like one of the main niggas on season one. Like he helped start the... Snowfall. No, no, no. Leon, oh, uh, oh, Leon. Temptations Leon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, come on now. No, no, no. Leon He's from Snowfall young. was uh, <laughs> zero years old when Oz was out. But um, no, man, it's just with, with Lance Reddick, dog... Um, hearing that he passed, you know, year, year and a half after hearing about, um, Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams and, and just knowing like the legacy of the show that these actors were a part of and the, the involvement that their characters had in this show becoming arguably the greatest TV show ever made. It's just like, damn dog, you, you leave behind such a dope legacy, but for both of them, right? You so fucking young. Michael K. Williams was he even 50. I don't even know if Michael K. Williams was 50 dog. Um, mm -hmm. Lance Reddick, 60 years old. Like it's just, it's really tough to hear about shit like that, bro. Like you're, 
you're such a, a a great fucking actor. You're so talented, but you're also not, at least from what we know, in bad health, dog. Like that just it, also, it comes as a shock, man. He also held it down on one of my favorite TV shows. I talk about all the time on this show from J.J. Abrams, um, Lost Fringe. Oh, um, he put in I don't know five, six seasons in mm. in the Fringe. Yeah, I think I did. They did a hundred episodes. Yeah, I know he was on Lost. I know he was on um the Blacklist. Like yeah. he he just been a part of like really great television. Yo, man. Fringe like, did a hundred episodes. Man. That's my shit. Man, so much shit on Fringe from two thousand eight is now currently happening. Mm, mm. Crazy. Hey man, rest in peace, Lance Reddick, man. Um, I I think he'll still be. Uh, I read he was a part of the cast for that upcoming White Man Can't Jump. Um. Not that I was looking forward to that upcoming White Man Can't Jump remake, but I read he was going to be a part of that. I don't know if they started filming enough um, for his whatever his role is to be like solidified in the film. I hope it was because I hope we we're able to catch him one last time. But Look, White Man Can't Jump, the movie that we all grew up on, yeah, yeah. it's not a great movie. I, I think that shit's phenomenal, man. Of course, because we was kids. I fucking love that movie. Of course you do, yeah. because we was kids at the time. You know what I'm saying? So whenever version of White Man Can't Jump uh, comes out currently, yeah, uh, whoever watches it for the first time and don't know the other one, they gonna love that shit. How we love that first one? I don't know because they hated real hard on this house party that came out, and I thought that was actually all right. But they is people our age, yeah. But no, I didn't really hear a lot of young people connecting with it. But who knows, <laughs> right? We don't hang with a lot of young people. <laughs> it's also true. We forty as hell. But um, hey man, rest in peace, Lance Reddick. God, rest in peace. To the God. Yeah, man. Um, hey man. Back to uh back to the voice notes. I think we got one more power joint before uh before we can get into this episode, man. By the one the only. Y'all already know the big homie, man. Rob Silver, third member of the pod, the God. Rob, what up, bro? Um, Power Tariq episode one. Let's see what my dog thought about it. Before I give my thoughts on <laughs> the season premiere of our host I want to thank you Ant For uh, recommending Unprisoned on Hulu Listeners out there If you haven't watched this show Whenever Anthony and Jason Give you a TV recommendation Go ahead and go watch that shit They're undefeated There are shows that I never watched That when the brothers mentioned They enjoyed it I go ahead and watch it And man Ant Unprisoned It's a great show And um, real quick I used to always think that Idris Elba was the father of black British actors coming to America and bodying black roles. No, it's Delroy Lindo all the way back to Malcolm X. Delroy Lindo, 70 years old, still looks like that dude from Malcolm X, West Indian Archie, 30 years ago. Great show. I'm not going to go into detail. Just that the, the entire... I'm just going to say Kerry Washington is now two for two. Two shows that she executive produces and brought to Hulu, Reasonable Doubt and Unprisoned, five mic shows. Beautifully done. Uh, kudos to Kerry Washington. Uh, 50 and all the cats and stars, they can learn from Kerry Washington as far as putting out quality television. Now, on to... Power Canaan. There's a million storylines being thrown up all against the wall. I'm glad to see Sean Nelson 
Um, I'm recording this on the first anniversary of my son's death, mm. and it's it's ironic that I'm watching this show and I see Sean Nelson because five years ago, when my son was an assistant manager at a Midtown Manhattan restaurant, he met Sean. Nel- oh shit! My bad, Rob. Hang on, hang on, hang on. and he told Sean Nelson that uh, he was a big fan of Sean Nelson. Fresh is one of his favorite movies, my all-time favorite movie. He told, oh, it's my one of my favorite movies, my father's favorite movie. And Sean Nelson told my son that he hadn't acted in a while, that he was running an acting school in New York City, and that at, the po- at that point in time, he wasn't really looking to act again just to teach future actors. Well, I'm glad to see him appear on um, Power Ghost. I hope he has a... Regular role I don't know if this was one and done Hope to see him in future episodes And maybe 50 could employ him as an acting coach To teach that horrible fucking Michael Rainey Who's one of the fir- <laughs> one of the worst fucking actors on television <laughs> Until next week fellas Peace and blessings Yo, yo Rob Never never changed bro I love that Um, Yo man It was so good Not only to see Sean Nelson but to see a character come on here and like be menacing without trying to be menacing, I didn't. I wasn't feeling menacing. I I didn't. Or let me not say menacing. I tell you why I didn't feel. He menacing. was serious without trying to be like. It's characters on here who seem like they're trying to get you to take them serious. I'll tell you why I, I was not menaced. Okay, <laughs> at all. And I'm the last nigga who should be saying anything about the subject I'm about to say. Yeah, I wasn't scared of that hairline. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, it wasn't great. It was too close together. I don't know. It was just different. Uh, Look, man. Uh, the fade on the wood told you where his hairline was going <laughs> to take him. Um, where's the wood TV show? I'm ready for that to drop. Um, but <laughs> pause. I thought you were about to say where's the wood. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> no, no, no. Yo. Um, but no, man. I I just it felt good to see a a, a real actor come on one of these shows and act. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm still. I think that was. Yo, hearing a New York nigga say, hey, yo. <laughs> oh, it's one of the greatest things in the world, nigga. <laughs> um, but, like, you know what I'm saying? We saw, like, Lorenz Tate coming on here however many years ago when he came to OG Power. We was, like, really geeked and, like, yo, oh, shit. They, they getting a real actor. When they, he was, like, wrapped up in some drug shit with the, the, with the pastor at the church and that yeah, shit never went yeah, nowhere. Yeah, it never went anywhere. Mastodon Sam, or something. Yeah, like. But shit like that, right? Like, I don't know what Sean Nelson's character is really going to be on here. I do think we'll see him at least one more time. Um, but do they sell drugs differently in New York or something? Because if I buy drugs from you, why do I have to give you the profits of my drugs that I bought from you? Yeah, I don't. I mean, interest I'm give is you, one thing. I'm going to pay for the drugs up front, and then I'll give you and give you 60%, 60% profit. The- no, this was not a good deal that he was throwing out there on the table. They sell drugs differently? Or, cause like, once I buy the drugs from you, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I now want. Now I could see if if we was asking for it on consignment, and you yeah. was like, "Yo, I need something on top of that." But like, if you just like my plug, and I'm buying the drug, set a price, and then that's what I'm paying for the drugs. I'm not paying for the drugs, and then paying you when I sell the drugs. I gotta pay you to work for you, basically, nigga. I gotta pay you twice. This is find me a nigga you pay twice. I see this Ponzi scheme. 
at all a bunch of open mics and rap concerts. Mm. You pay the person money to be on the fly. <laughs> you paid <laughs> to perform, and then you sell tickets to the venue. Mm-hmm. And the only people that got paid was the judges. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the person throwing the event. Like all y'all paid to perform. I saw this shit. It was called um, "It Works." <laughs> I saw it a mile away. <laughs> uh, she was called Mary Kay. So man, man. Primerica. Man. Sorry, um, I don't want to beef with y'all Primerica, Mary Kay people out there because y'all, I would. Well, I'm beefing with you. It works, niggas, because it didn't work. <laughs> and I, I, can, I can name every one of y'all that was out here pumping that shit like it was them products, nigga. And it was not, dog. Um, had to. <laughs> I'm not gonna do what I was trying to do. Um, look, uh, Sean Nelson, happy to see him on the show. Um, somebody else mentioned, I think it might have been D. Scott, um, in one of the earlier voice notes. Uh, Keisha Sharp, aka Monica from Girlfriends, aka she been in mad shit. It was good to see her on the show as a professor. Totally agree. She 100% seemed like a professor. She didn't seem like she was fucking. Again, I like actors who don't seem like they trying. How many years Tariq been in college? Uh, this gotta be year three. They all in the same class still. Yeah, the same. You know what's wild? They in the same class, and uh, Diana just started college. Like how you in this? Class? Cannot still be his first year. This of an honors class, fam. This cannot be his first year of college. At minimum, here's why I'm gonna say year two. He got to be in year two. Now, I didn't go to a four year university. Yeah, were you in the same class with the same students multiple years? Um, when you get into your college, right? Like I was in uh, at Michigan State. I was political science pre law. And I was um, in the John Madison College of Law or School of Law. When you get into John Madison, then you pretty much have the same classes with everybody. But that was like year three and up. So him and Bruce Chandria should still be in the same class. Because y'all could be in the same class, but is the class at the same time? Is there only a 10 o'clock class? Uh, or was there a 10 o'clock Once and you get o'clock? to your junior and senior year, it could only be like one course at one time for per semester, right? But what I'm trying to figure out is what is Tariq and Bruce Chandria and them studying? Because y'all last class was, what was that word we couldn't pronounce that uh, Carrie and them was teaching? It was that word, right? Bullshiggity. Yeah. And then now you got Keisha Sharp, shout out to her, teaching fucking African-American whatever the fuck. And it's like, wait, with the same white people that was still, like, what is the class, dog? And why y'all keep being in it? And more importantly, how did Diana just walk in freshman year and she a new student? I don't understand. And what's the Tejada nigga name? Uh, Zeke. No. Kane? The big Tejada. Oh, uh, uh, Pops Tejada. Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Yeah. Where you get money from? Fam, Lorenzo said, man, motherfucking school, that shit ain't, it ain't cheap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, you're going to have to work a little on the side. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, wait. You, you sell drugs and I got to get a part-time job. <laughs> and I already got into St. John's? Bitch, you going to St. John's. Like, fuck out of here. I'm not paying for this and you got into St. John's. <laughs> I'm not sleeping at nigga house. <laughs> nigga, you sleeping in <laughs> Yo, yo. Diana, I'm not about to sell his drugs. <laughs> Diana made breakfast and her mama didn't want it and she broke the plate. Like that was so <laughs> like what that was unnecessary. I so just lost a, a family. like let me grieve, dog. But no no no. Here's why I was mad at her breaking the plate and throwing that shit in the sink. <laughs> Cause Lorenzo was sitting there hungry. That nigga ain't ate shit. He was in the kitchen, ain't nobody brought him no damn bread. He used to it. <laughs> Yo, no, he used to three hots in a cot, nigga. He was getting fed in the pen.
Pause. <laughs> um, but all right, man, let's get into it, dog. We can start right up front with that first fucking six minutes of the show, which both of us um didn't love, dog. Uh the show opened up with Three months ago. Method Man, right. Um Method Man Yo, I don't I appreciate Meth getting on here and having the success that he's having on this show, right? He went in mad. He won like three fucking NAACP Image Awards and shit. That's what cool. What is an Image Award? Is this um, the image of the, like, I don't. No, the Image Awards used to be the fucking Black Emmys back in the day. Like the 80s and shit. We really used to fuck with the NAACP Image Award. It's a dirty. Now lawyer. it's a BET Award. Is the dirty lawyer. The image that I want to get an award for. I like, thought you was about to say the Dirty Awards. I was like, oh shit, nigga. That was a. I feel like that was the Hood Awards in Atlanta when I used to live down there. Um, being the shady lawyer probably ain't the shit you want to get awarded for. But hey, nigga, you got awarded being a fucking Wu Tang member, nigga. It's fine. Um, but I do not like this character. Did they bro. win awards? <laughs> Say, no, I'm I do not like his character on here, bro. Like, I just, I don't like, everything is so fucking animated and comical now, bro. It's like, dog, like, when when AUSA Angie Valdez and them was lawyers, and her and Saxon on it, like, it was kind of serious. Like, you might have felt like, all right, you're dealing with a lawyer. When, uh, what was, uh, Proctor? Proctor was a serious lawyer, and we know he was, you know, working with ghosting them. He was doing some shady shit, but he was still a real lawyer. Method Man is literally goofy to me on here, bro. Like, I don't believe nothing he doing right now. Even that scene with Reek, he telling them like, yo, uh, shit, you know I like working with you because the cash always clears. And it's like, nigga, because it's cash. You make me pay you in cash. And you make me pay you up front for shit you ain't did yet. I don't understand the vibes, dog, but I don't know. I don't love his character. Anyway, he starts out by fucking auctioning off this damn ring. How did we get here? Like, why is he auctioning off this ring? Was this like a form of payment? Yeah, Reek told him he needed him to uh, auction oh, it off. from last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Because that was Mecca ring. He was going to get a fucking Monet, I feel like. So I know, uh, D. Scott, you said you was confused. How is that possible? The nigga was cheating. <laughs> he, he was cheating. <laughs> that was very possible. Yeah, the ring he for his old bitch is he getting to his new bitch. Like, oh, man. He was cheating, my nigga. So that's how it happened. Man, and why man. didn't they just tell her that? Fam, um, like, well, that's my auntie, and that's his mama, and Mecca was fucking with her, so she was about to get me- like, nigga, tell the just truth, explain the shit. Um, because here's the thing, y'all didn't do nothing wrong, nigga. Like, <laughs> she like, she like, oh, uh, I now she gonna find out and be I, like, why ain't y'all tell me? I find it hard to believe that Mecca gets killed and you all are in his apartment, and it's like, yo, well, uh, his son is my mama, and or his son, mama is my mama, and. When he got killed, we got the apartment. Like, y'all can have whatever's in this motherfucker. It's also not difficult to find that information out. I mean, you seem like a. I mean, you're international fan, but then it was like, all right, was y'all really engaged? Because I didn't love you. Like, yo, he was also my fiance, and he worked for me, and he was the federal informant for me, so he could tell me what the feds were doing, and I could stay once. Like, damn, bitch, was he a worker or yo nigga? Cause I don't want to be your nigga if I got to do all this. Damn, where you be at? <laughs> Cause you ain't been in America, so y'all was engaged, but he was over here federally informing. I don't think so, dog. I don't trust him. On her competition. Come on, man. So anyway, Meth take the ring down to the auction house. They sell it off. It goes to a nice young white man. He ain't did nothing wrong. He just want to propose to his lady. He got five point five on him. You know what I'm saying? Which was crazy, by the way. But he get the five point five. 
To be walking around with 5.5 in your pocket is wild. To be walking around with 5.5, buy a ring for the 5.5, and then go propose with that ring in the dark. And then three niggas, literally, uh, run upon you, and then you be like, fuck off, and turn your back onto three niggas. (laughs) What is going on? But you proposed in the dark. Like, you was in the darkest part of Central Park. And he was like, hold on, hold on, gents. Let me call the cops. (laughs) Bro, like... I feel like if I got a $5.5 million ring that I'm proposing with, I'm going to maybe have a little more elaborate proposal. <laughs> like, we not walking to the fucking uh, fountain in Central Park that ain't even sprouting water out no more. We're going to go somewhere that has some light, maybe some people, maybe I have some fucking signage up or something, um, or maybe I got some fireworks, something, dog. If I got the $5.5 million ring, this shit gonna be seen, nigga. And right now, doing this shit in the dark just seemed like a fucking nuisance. But he proposes to his lady. She says yes. He gives her this big, frankly, ugly-ass blue diamond ring. Um, I don't like gaudy shit. This shit was just gaudy for no reason. Give her a big-ass ring, and then here come the three niggas. Pill, don't chop my fucking arm off. Fam, like, what was the ask me for the ring, and then when I say, man, get the fuck out of here, grab my hand and just slide the ring off. Don't chop my hand. And then you gonna... Pass her the fucking machete blade Like I also So Alright Let's kind of talk about One of the reasons I didn't love this shit First of all It was random right We start the first six minutes Of the fucking show And The majority of that Initial six minutes We see characters Who we have no idea Who the fuck they are right This ain't intriguing to me But This is one of them like y'all trying to make me believe that somebody's fucking villainous, right? You trying to make me believe that this person's menacing. It felt like fucking what they did with Mecca, right? When Mecca first came on the show, he was doing all the fucking, yeah, man, no, we gonna kill these, blah, blah, blah. It was like, yo, y'all trying too hard. Like if a nigga like that, just let him be like that. You know what I'm saying? These niggas came through chopping off hands with machetes and all that. Then you shoot the motherfuckers with, it was just like. Who are these people And why y'all got them Trying so hard bro Like it It wasn't believable to me That they would go This fucking hard For this ring again. And then Tariq Being the top super sleuth You just put together A story that you saw In the um, paper About uh, a woman Getting her hand Chopped off for a ring This must be the ring That you defense for me Gotta be Gotta what? be Um, And Not only that Again If I fence this ring For you why don't you have any money, Tariq? Like, I need, we got to start making sense of Tariq's miss money management, dog. Because right now he mismanaging the fucking money. Or maybe that was his last payment to, to Davis somehow. Or? Fam, I can't owe you that much, bro. Like, I have collected whatever you got in your inheritance. Davis has it. Fam, that was going to be my next fucking thing when we got to Tariq talking about, oh, I just got to finish school so I can get my inheritance and get Yaz and my mom back. Nigga, first of all, let's. I want them to go like the rest of the season without mentioning Yaz and Tasha. You don't gotta show me them pictures. Like Mm-mm. we, Mm-mm. you're not doing this for them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You ain't there. You have not done since the first couple episodes of the first season. You have not done Boy, shit. You for just them, like bro. your daddy. Boy, boy, nigga, go. So I'm, I'm doing this for the kids so they can have the experience. We ain't had since we was kids. <laughs> It's like, nigga, James, no, you're not. No, you're not. And don't bring stern little uh, ex-husband nigga back and not bring stern back. Because I needed to hear James. Tariq. I really don't. No, I needed to hear James. For comedic purposes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It don't serve no other purpose, man. Speaking of not serving a fucking purpose, why is Drew still on this show? Why we can't just kill him off, dog? Him and little Johnny Gill. Little Everett. 
Why is Everett on the show? That's what I'm saying, nigga. Drew, Drew and Everett. You family. Okay, fine. No, we I can find him. something, dude. But like, why is your weak ass boyfriend on the show? I'm trying to get picked up by you. Nigga, you are not to start a team. And I also highly doubt that after y'all fucking learned that uh Monet was giving y'all Mecca's apartment, that you didn't know that Kane was gonna throw a big ass party in there. You something Why is there a party going on in here? Bitch, because I just got a fucking penthouse. I thought we could celebrate free. the penthouse uh with some peace and quiet. Bitch, that is not how we celebrate getting this free penthouse. Nigga, last time Mecca threw a party in here, they cut a pig open. Nigga, we having fun in this bitch. It's over. Ain't no y'all ain't finna fucking go in there and and do it. Not in my new damn penthouse. Nigga said I wanted to christen the place and crack. Yo, nah, nah, nah. Relax, relax, nigga. Go get a drink and y'all come over here and do the Tamia hustle or something. And everybody fucking calm down, nigga. We having fun in here. Two niggas doing the Tamia hustle together. Wow. Everett and uh, Drew have definitely done a Tamia hustle, nigga. Like alone. Like they be in the bedroom doing that shit. Um, all right, yo, Monet's still pissed off. She mad she don't got no fucking leads on who killed Zeke, and then she mad at fucking uh, Lorenzo because he's supposed to be getting the lead and figuring out who killed Zeke, and he can't damn tell her nothing. He don't know nothing because he killed him. <laughs> it's hard to tell you who killed your fucking son when I killed your damn son, dog. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is what it is. Um. Renzo, man, you fucked up, bro. I don't, obviously you, I don't think you should cop to the fuck up. This nigga shot him and said, Mecca. <laughs> man, man. Like, you shot that nigga in the back from 93 yards away, bro. And it was a fuck up. You thought it was his daddy. It wasn't, even though he's a completely different build than his daddy. Damn, cow. <laughs> Yo. Not only like do Zeke not look shit like Mecca, he was also six foot seven. Like you knew that wasn't goddamn Mecca. Both of them niggas tall as fuck. That nigga knew that wasn't Mecca walking up that damn plane. But anyway, shot that. And nigga, why you was shooting Mecca from a uh, hundred yards, nigga? Go fight him like a man, nigga. He took your bitch. Like go man up, dog. But anyway, Monet pissed. She don't want to hear shit. Um, Method Man came by. When did he become their lawyer? He everybody fucking lawyer now. He came by, let her know, hey, you get the fucking apartment or the penthouse in the in the shit now that he digs. He left it to Zeke. She said, fuck is you here for, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm trying to get you a penthouse, nigga. Uh, and then she like, he had all that cars, money, a fucking plane, and all I get is a penthouse. You are an ungrateful no, fuck. No, she said I get all that shit? No, nah, she, like, she her tone was very like, all I get is this fucking house. No, she said nah. I get everything. He was like, well, technically, yes, but... Since the FBI and the DAA all then seized it, if you go and try to get claim on it, then that's gonna bring more attention on you. Yeah, so he was like was, the penthouse was, was like, the only thing he owned. Owned. She was trying to say, nigga, I own a shit. She was like, oh, I own a plane. Man, <laughs> that's, I'm saying she broke. I do not like her, bro. I'm not a fucking fan of Monet. But when she found out all she got was the penthouse, she like, all right, whatever, nigga. Here, give it to the fucking kids. Kane reaction was funny as fuck though, nigga. She barely got the sentence out of her mouth. Like, yo, y'all can have Mecca apart. That nigga before she finished apartment. That nigga Kane said, oh my god, yes I'm like, alright, this nigga got debauchery in mind I like where he going Then them niggas throw their party, they meet up with fucking Sean Nelson character How the fuck, like, they didn't set that up They just threw that together, dog I think that's why that scene irritated me a little bit I was happy to see Sean Nelson, but it's like Who called him? Who is he? Like, to y'all 
Clearly he know y'all daddy Cause you said you owe our pops That nigga said I don't owe Lorenzo shit Yeah man that's background shit uh, Kane set the whole party up Set them up to come through So they can have a conversation and shit He dick riding Trying to be on And these niggas is trying to get some more fucking work Cause They don't have no plug They was getting shit from uh, Mecca I don't know how drug dealing work in New York City man It's a little bit different 60% is steep But um Usually When people want to buy drugs from you and you know they're not the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know they can actually like move drugs. Yeah. You work you, you typically with or for their daddy. You 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 typically just sell them the drugs because yeah. that's literally your job. Nope. And maybe y'all maybe y'all don't maybe y'all not in it for the money. You feel me? Maybe yeah. you sell drugs because you want to supply the neighborhoods with drugs. I don't know. But it I'm is. typically in the shit for the money. If I was in it, I'll be in it for the money. And if I can sell it to you, make money, have a reasonable Expectation that you are not the police, yeah. and you will continue to become get like why would I, why the fuck would I not sell you the money? I mean, sell you the drug. I'm like, this is some weird ass shit. Throwing that little sixty percent tax on there after we've already purchased the drugs from you sounded a little fucking weird. But then he tried to stun with it, like I don't see no other connects in here, nigga. Because ain't that we called you? Because we thought you'd be fucking helpful, nigga. This wasn't a bid for who can we buy drugs from. Like, I thought you could help us out, bro. You want me to get robbed, nigga? <laughs> hey, I got X amount of dollars to buy. He, he wanted a round table of connects, well, nigga, nigga. If you want money for more money for the drugs, raise the price of your drugs. And then you just price me out then. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to sell you the drugs at fair market value, essentially. And then tax you on and then, a return? Like... That don't make no sense, bro. Um, speaking of shit that don't make sense, man. Niggas at Guitar, guitar Center. Listen, I'm gonna sell you these microphones. Facts. I need half of your publisher. <laughs> what, nigga? Like, make it make sense, dog. Make it make fucking sense. Speaking of shit that don't make sense, man. Reek don't have a room assignment. He in college. They not fucking with him. And apparently, the dean don't want this nigga living on campus. Where do F you stay? Yeah, because why he couldn't go over there? She go to the school now, right? And she transferred. Where you stay at, Effie? So you didn't go here, which means you didn't live here. So you clearly got somewhere to stay. Go live with Effie. Come on now. Same heart. Same. Specifically, if you don't have a room assignment, right? Like, I get it. You probably can't do a co-ed situation on campus. Go get. But nigga, you could sneak live over there if they kicking you out the fucking uh, Weston dorm. Makes no fucking sense. I didn't get it. But uh, Brayden and them mama came in there, told the nigga Reed, get the fuck on, because uh, his sister is now finna go there, and she moving in the Western dorm. Um, Brayden been suspended. He working for the fucking Western family. Yo, let, let me talk about my, my issue with this episode overall, because it wasn't a bad episode, but I got to get this out. There were too many things happening on this episode, bro. Like, for this one to be the first one back... This was a doozy, my nigga. It was Braden and his brother and the fucking Weston firm and all that shit. The little black girl over there who they kept fucking having on the screen. Yeah, it, so, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen because this is TV. Okay. Uh, we did the whole Braden shit at the fucking, the little firm or whatever because that's where they about to get the drugs off. Mm -hmm. It was way too much drugs on the table. They're going to get the drugs off of that. Um, Braden is in up fucking with the black chick. They're going to be together because he's smitten by her. 4C hair Yeah Okay yeah. Um, I have no idea If she has 4C hair But I hear y'all no, saying that I just I, I heard the words I like the vibes yeah. You know what I'm saying You know what I'm saying uh, I'm gaslighting If you will Or sorry <laughs> You just hear a word You just keeps using that Motherfucker Yeah um, Yeah And um, To 
Tariq gonna fuck up the money. Okay. Doubly. Okay. And then at the last minute, he's gonna figure out a way to triple up the money or triple cost. One person exiles somebody, then everybody happy. But with something left over and you having to do something again for somebody to fully mm. make it. And then we're gonna wash, rinse, repeat this shit until Lauren pops up. Um, then me and Effie gonna fall out, and I can't trust Braden anymore either because I found out Braden was in on it. And then me and um Mary J gonna get real cool because I'm gonna find out that the Tejada nigga was in on it, and I'm gonna have you're gonna have to kill him, Tariq. He gonna have to kill Big Top uh, first and foremost. I cringe every time they call this nigga Poppy. I don't have to. They f- just be ODing on the Poppy, don't they? And I understand that's what y'all call each other. Yeah, yeah. Find something else. Get somebody else to do. It. Well, find some uh, Hispanic children, because these three niggas ain't believable at all. Like Poppy, Poppy, no Poppy, Poppy. Like dog, I. Right. Everybody calm the fuck down. Only thing Kane got is a Mexican mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he got a uh, fucking. A Spanish mustache. Man. It's not even Mexican. He got fucking <laughs> uh, Luce Libre. <laughs> no, no. He 100% got that motherfucking eye. That uh, nigga got a Martin Luther King Jr. mustache. <laughs> uh, they got a Zorro. <laughs> Dog, what's that movie with Jack Black? Nigga, where he was the fucking. Jack uh, Black is. Yeah. I'll love. Luce Libre. That really Nacho might be Libre. what the, Nacho Libre. He got that fucking Nacho Libre mustache. Um, <laughs> um I hate it. I that just, nigga just feel like he want to do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking you said Zorro. Yeah. Um, I don't love Lorenzo as they dad feels like the worst casting shit in America. Not that I couldn't believe that at least Diana and Drew might be mixed. Kane one thousand percent. Is not a mixed child dog. Like he just not came darker than everybody in the family. And like not on some like I'm dark because I'm Cuban shigs. I understand they're a fucking dark. He darker than his mama and like, his dad, bro. Dog, it's just it's weird. And these niggas forcing that poppy shit. It's all just fucking weird. Um, other weird shit. We talked about it a little bit, but this whole classroom scene set up. Hey man, I get that on the previous two seasons when Reek would be in class, whatever they was talking about in class would be like the fucking overarched theme of the show right it's it's their version of the quote at the top of bmf season one it has nothing to do with nothing yeah no bmf season two has totally gotten away from that quote can we go back to meach talking yo yo (laughs) yo yo, terry calls didn't match nothing no 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 let no one separate what we create nigga what did this episode everybody got separated from what they created (laughs) real life t I need you to go beat up fake grown tea, dog. Like, his narration <laughs> was so bad this season, bro. But we going to get to BMF in a minute. Um, We can throw BMF on a whole nother pod, dog. We'll drop both of them tomorrow. Hey, fuck it, man. Y'all get the doubles. Um, Yo, speaking of uh, uh, shit I didn't love on Power, though. All right. Well, let me not say shit I didn't love. It just, I'm just trying to figure it out, bro. Um, Why are they bringing tape back here? Like, I don't, I, I know AJ from Across the Pond, I know you said you fuck with this character, man. That's cool. I get understanding, like, politicians like him. Totally get it. Why is he on this show, bro? Because we need him now. We didn't tell the, the African drug lord lady that we got politicians, we got lawyers, we got people in, we got we got all Well, he barely a politician. He an adjunct professor at this fucking school. 
He a half-assed politician who got embarrassed a couple months ago running for mayor, however long it's been. I don't know how that went. Um, or governor, whatever he was up for. And then when he was walking through the uh, through the airport and he bumped in a new teacher, was he with his fucking campaign manager or his lady, nigga? Because she was dressed like they was finna fuck. She he was dressed like she was at the Emmys. Fam, like was that all the pictures of Sierra and all the people? Was that at the, the Emmys? The, uh, the Oscars? Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why they was dressed like that at the Oscars? Well, they said the party that they was at was a themed party. What was the theme? Um shit. TNA? Uh it was something like that. It really was. Like it was like, um, hold up. Sierra. Cause like when I actually Cause y'all was talking Oscar about this dress. shit all fucking week, man. Yeah. It was od. When I finally damn. realized, I was like, "Oh, that was that the Oscars? That's interesting. That's not the typical." Okay, so it was a Vanity Fair party. Oh, this was at the party. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual... It wasn't at the awards. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. not make because I'm like, "Yo, why would anybody wear this shit in public?" But like to the Oscars. Yeah, it was Vanity Fair. Damn, I'm trying to find because the fucking theme. Actually, once I heard that, I was like. Oh, okay. Why y'all tripping? Because, like, look how other motherfuckers was dressed at this shit. Oh, her whole titties is out. Zoe titty is right there. Yo, I love Zoe, actually. <laughs> Yo. But, this, no. but that's more re- but them That's more revealing than... Because Sierra had pasties on her shit. My nigga, these two outfits, and you had to show you had to pick one. Which one? You going with Zoe or you going with other girl? Oh, girl. Well... You talking about this one right here? No, Zoe or or Sierra. Uh, Sierra. You one hundred percent going with Zoe outfit. Oh no, Zoe could wear that fit. Like, look at these, these motherfuckers was naked, dog. I'm trying to find the damn theme. I can't remember what the fuck it was, but the theme was what like is this white girl with her titties out. Uh, this one right here. Yeah, that's oh toilet paper. Right that's right. old girl from Euphoria. That's a that's the trends oh, from so Euphoria. That's a yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Alright, they ain't got the theme. Point is, the theme was like, yo, be the fuck naked. Nigga, that's what the fuck it was. And Sierra followed suit. Toilet paper over his titties. Literally. That's a wild sentence. <laughs> yo, he. <laughs> oh, yo, man. Vanity Fair, invite us to y'all next no, shit. No. <laughs> y'all, y'all got some wild shit going over there, Vanity nah, Fair. No, nah, we there. Uh, <laughs> These shits don't even exist. Like, who buying a fucking Vanity Fair magazine? I never was day audience. <laughs> like I would never get one. Like who buy a magazine? Fair. I still grab a men's health day once in a while. Like if it's like an interesting like situation on the cover, like some shit that's I'm reading the cover and I'm like, oh shit, they talking. About, I might grab that dog or a GQ. I might grab a GQ. I just go to their website. Well, see now niggas is starting to make you pay for shit. Yes, and that's that's starting. To, I mean, I got workarounds. On them little weak ass I uh, paid for Detroit News And it was like Listen dog You keep saying no Have this shit for you Next year for two dollars I'm yo, like alright fine Fuck it Detroit News is a hoe For Making me pay To go f- Figure out like What's going on in my city <laughs> Like bro I'm here I just want to know What's happening uh, However I do like it Because The alternative is ads the only reason that the internet is free is because the internet is advertised. Yeah. If, if advertisings, advertisings, <laughs> if, if the ads wasn't there and selling your information, the internet wouldn't be free. You'll have to pay to go on a particular website. And because we don't want to do that, we sell all of our information to the highest bidder. So my Instagram just refreshed, but literally when I hop back on the gram real quick, uh, Detroit free press was right at the top. Like, that shit was scary. <laughs> Um, all right, man. Look, if my shit say Detroit Free Press, dog, 
No, that shit was wild. Like that was actually wild. I don't, I don't love that that happened. Okay. Um, let's get back to Reek and that man. These niggas, Braden Reek and uh, Kane, go back to the spot. If you don't stop doing this, yeah, shit, bro. I literally just saw that. Like I just saw you, that. You gotta stop doing this, dog. I just saw that. I just saw that. I wanted to. Ah. I want to give a message to my nigga, dog. 100%. It, it feels like it. a message to my unborn child, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to I just want to say something, dog. Um, Brayden, Reek, and, and Kane, they at the crib. They finna talk some business, nigga, because niggas want to figure out how to get back, get this work back popping, right? While they there talking shit, fucking lights go out. Here goes some more dramatics, and y'all trying to make these fucking African Jamaican, I don't know what they are, but y'all trying to make them seem. Niggas <laughs> from across the pond, apparently. Well, that's it. They still could be African or Jamaican. That's and, big fact. Like, that's the wild part. We don't know shit about these people. AJ they come in there. Saw them when he was uh, in Wales, in Wales. I, yo, I thought AJ was dog who kept saying that Americans was crass, nigga. That's how I thought AJ looked. I ain't know you look like Kane with the do rag <laughs> and the fucking uh, black bubble vest and t shirt and shit. Now I'm disappointed. Um, so they came in there. They pistol whipped Kane one time. Who was the chick they shot? Like, what was the point of that? I think she was like Mecca's assistant that we never okay or cared. I, to think she about. looked familiar, but then who I ended up thinking she was was Tate, old girl that he was fucking when he was uh doing the governor run or whatever. Um, but anyway, I don't understand why I want y'all to tell just tell the truth. I don't understand all these plots. Like, dog, this was plot overload for me, bro. Like, I think that might have been name tag that said he had to uh, play this uh, episode back a few times. Name tag. I'm not lying to you when I say this. This exact number. I have turned this episode on seven times. I've sat and watched this shit straight through. Not one single time. Because it be too much, nigga. Like, I had to get up and, like, go do something every time, dog. Like, let me iron a shirt. I don't even got a fucking iron. <laughs> That's just where I was at. Like, I was just like, yo, let me go iron some, dog. Like, because there was so many things being thrown at me. I couldn't really keep up with what I was supposed to be getting from the show. Like, Effie go to fucking... School with Reek now. Then Diana go to school with Reek. Then Effie questioning uh, Reek about, yo, was you with Diana? Like, no, I was with Brayden. Well, oh, you and Brayden? He like, yo, we got a new plug. Well, actually, the new plug found us. And, I, and she, it was just like, whoa. Also, <clears throat> I'm a drug dealer. Okay. Facts, so Jason is. Sort of a big thing. Okay. Um, And when something happens, I don't go run until... Everybody, all of the shit that just happened in the illegal in the illegal business, I do. Mm. Sorry, Effie, I didn't. I didn't break down that Damn. I got attacked and hijacked by like Reek telling her. Well, first of all, hold up. Before we even get into their drug shit, I don't like how she came at him. Like he, like yo, what's up with you? Oh, you know, now that I go here, blah blah blah. I know we talked about you know me being your girl and us spending more time together, but now that I'm here, you know, I don't want to just be known on campus as Tariq's girl. Fuck is what? No one knows you, fam. You just transferred here. If they know you as my girl, why is that a problem, nigga? Also, why do people know you? You're a drug dealer, fam. You're Stay a drug low. dealing murderer, just like me. And you're a bad murderer because you ain't murder nobody. Nigga. And Tariq was spitting some game. Actually, he was like, "Listen, I want you involved in this shit." Well, nigga, old girl was involved, and you couldn't do anything about it. Like, yes, nigga. That's exactly. why I don't want you involved. I don't have no control over this shit. He got to relax on that. Everybody who gets close to me dies, motherfucker. You get him killed. So get the fuck away from me. Or you kill him. <laughs> nigga, your dad got the, he was the closest nigga to you. You shot him in the chest for nothing because he had an affair. 
It was really wild that you made him son kill him for nothing, though. Fam. Fam. Like, he, there was really no reason for you to. Fam. Oh, because he was about to make him go to jail. He wasn't about to make him. He just wasn't going to take the rap. Hey, nigga, if they come get you, you did it. <laughs> Bro. And that was so like the scene, right? When he went to go talk to Tate and the dean, and he was like, yo, I ain't got no dorm assignment. Like, you know, what's going on? Because. I gotta get the fuck out the West and shit. The dean was like, yo, we got like a thousand fucking alum who ain't really feeling your presence on campus right now. They think you kind of dangerous, nigga. And frankly, like, niggas is kind of scared of you being here, dog. Feel like you, you know, you putting motherfuckers in harm's way. And then tape hop in. Yeah, ah, uh, I would hate to have to publicly talk about how y'all treat a young black man at this school. No, Tate, this nigga's a criminal, bro. No, but this is another way that we keep weaponizing our blackness when it's not real. It's not a real issue. You keep crying racism every time anything happens that's not into your benefit. You blaming on racism. That's why motherfuckers don't give a fuck about that shit no more. Yeah. Other than the people who look like you. Yeah. You can't get a bunch of people and community, other communities, to care because you keep. Yelling that shit at the top of your fucking lungs Every time you are slightly inconvenienced upon anything Oh it's because I'm black isn't it No bitch cause you a fucking Killer You a liar uh, <laughs> You fucking drug dealer Like nigga You a fucking minister like, Nigga we think you killed one of the professors nigga. Fam. But like you actually did kill one of the professors Sam Tariq, you are literally you killing staff and faculty, <laughs> staff, faculty, students, and motherfucking crew. <laughs> like, and uh, you left a dead body in a pool. <laughs> like, <laughs> god damn, man. you fucking up basketball games. Oh, bro, you and got swim meets. You got one of our star players killed and beat up. Like, bro, Reek, <laughs> you fucking up <laughs> the fucking uh, what's canonical studies department. You That's fucked that word. up. That's the word. I was finna say conjugal. Cantonese. <laughs> yeah, studies. you fucking up the conjugal studies um, and the conjugal visits. You fucking up the hoop game. You fucking up the swim meet. You fucking up the drug game. Like, you're really blowing this shit, bro. Then you created a fucking app that Brayden took the rap for, but we know you created Behind the fourth wall, nigga, you created an app to fuck up tutoring on campus. Now niggas can't even get tutored for they shit. Also, why do the nigga Simon Stern's uh, ex-husband Bash? Who the fuck knew his name was Bash? I don't want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wiz Khalifa, and, um, his wife, or what's that girl name? Amber, Amber Rose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, baby Bash. Yeah. They little son. Yeah. Yeah. Why she tattooed that shit on her forehead? Fuck I'm that. never letting that go, bro. Like, that's so fucking stupid. I'm like, Amber Rose was, like, for real, like, gorgeous, dog. Why would you tattoo that on your forehead? Like, if I grew up and I'm of age and I look at my mama and she got my fucking name tattooed and on her say phone, Jason. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog? <laughs> I hate I know that. I'm not a mother. No, you're, you're not a mom, <laughs> so you can't relate. I can identify as one. <laughs> well. Because tell me I can't. Come on Ain't now. I a woman Come on <laughs> Come on hold Ain't up. I a woman Shit Hold up I just want to hear one part Right here Hold up <laughs> Remix <laughs> I mean Ain't I a mother Jason ain't a boy <laughs> 
Yeah, that is a grand hustle. <laughs> Motherfuckers is hustling. This fucking dog tattooing your fucking son's name across your forehead. I'm surprised. Is wild. Never mind. It's wild. Yo, we gonna wake up. You gonna get an adult age. You gonna be like, damn. <laughs> my mom was the the face of the slut walk in <laughs> with my name on her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Tap my name on your forehead so, so I, I know, know it's, it's real, real. <laughs> nigga. It's so weird. Tap it's my fucking name, mom, <laughs> so I know it's, it's real. So weird. It's a weird. It's a weird. Yo, so man. Um, real quick. <laughs> Ain't not a woman. It's a wild. <laughs> Name of an episode Oh shit Woman to woman Nigga Woman to woman Yo woman to woman Play it a play That's how you gotta talk to Amber Rose When you talk to her pimp Yo (laughs) I don't believe you will (laughs) Yo You gotta You gotta walk up on Amber Rose When you see her And be like Look woman woman to woman woman, I'm gonna say that shit To my boss one day (laughs) (laughs) And I'm gonna say it With the straightest of face I'm like White woman to white woman (laughs) I feel (laughs) Cause what they gonna say Nigga Today we, I identify as this. Nigga, Tomorrow on me. E and I day is coming up this month. Come on, huh? <laughs> I'm like, so listen, woman to woman. Uh, I just want to know what are we gonna do here? Uh, I'm not comfortable yet anyway. I'm man, these bathrooms. We gotta. So look, back to stern little ex husband. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, point, point you was making. Uh, so you gonna tell the police that you made the app? That I already said we sold drugs. Yeah. You want to implicate yourself yeah. in the drug? Because I'll be like, oh yeah. Fam. He got a third of the profits. You came up to me and threatened me with some shit you're implicated in. <laughs> Bash, I'm literally I'm not gonna kill you because you're coming to prison with me, nigga. I took the rap for everything. Fam. And you said no, name me. <laughs> Bro, that nigga Bash Bash say I mean you you got me involved in some like drug shit. And look, I know your little friend, he took the rap, but I know it was you, Tariq. But Bash, it was you too. Like, look, Braden took all the rap and responsibility. You, me and you are walking away clean, Bash. You made the app, my nigga. Nigga, come on. You made it. Come on. Bash, you funded it. You gave me the money to make this pop. And you laundered the money. <laughs> come on. And, nigga, I'm also coming to you with a proposal to launder more money. When did these people feel comfortable approaching drug dealers, murderers, and killers and extorting them? Well, Bash thought he was on some Stern shit. You remember when Stern played Ghost Out the Club? He thought he was on that level. But you not. Because you don't have no money. (laughs) Bash, you, you stole money from Stern. Um, y'all got divorced. You took a hit with the fucking prenup, and now you like, yo, I need some fucking cash, dog. Reek, if you don't fucking give me some cash, I'm gonna tell everybody you was the one behind the uh course correct shit. But Bash, you was the one behind course. You backed me, nigga. If I'm behind course correct, you behind me, nigga. And that's a wild spot to be in, Bash. So you relax. Pause. You relax, nigga. <laughs> Calm down a little bit. Bash behind you, nigga. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's when, that's why everybody was trying to kill him this episode. Nigga, Bash was coming crazy at well, I'm so talk. glad that nigga Tariq killed that nigga. Though. I'm glad he died. I really did want to see what Braden and Kane was finna do. Because clearly, Braden was scared to go up there, right? Also, somebody said on the voice note, like, you can't just have Kane do all the killing. Oh yes, the fuck you can, fam. He was he a killer. The nigga was a whole murderer. See, that's how we met him as the fucking stone cold killer, bro. And I want him to do all the killing. Niggas pay people to kill people all the time. Okay, that's how it works. 
Man, man. Um, I mean, that's what y'all want. Never mind. Look, dog. I just I want. If this was Patreon, I would have said it. <laughs> oh man. Hey, if y'all not on the Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash this week in culture and fuck with the guys. Cause we we really we podding over there. I just want y'all to know. Um, all right. So Reek got a fucking body, another one. And then toward the end of the episode, this nigga was that that scene where they did the montage of all his bodies? Or was uh, it like later? When he was uh Giving the speech at the oh at uh yo all right uh yo 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 hey little mo hey little mo yeah I was looking for little mo hey little mo I was like what big mo and well no 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 little mo no 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 like no no hey uh I don't know it's not Bourbon Street no more little mo is no longer desired after that shit right there bro yo when did to when did uh What's this nigga name? That got killed. Zeke. When did Zeke and Lil Mo become friends? Fam, why was she there? Why was she there? Like of all the people in the music industry who fifty know. I mean, I listen. Maybe it's in her contract where she can't do this. Mary J. I mean, you have one of the greatest singers of all time on the actual she cast sitting right there, and, and this is her son. Like she could actually, and it's the first time we've seen her be. Emotional Like Leaning towards sad And not toward anger I would have loved If she hit a note I'm also angry That Diana is mad Every time she see Her mama grieving Well her and her mama Gotta uh, come up And say woman woman <laughs> Diana and, and Mo, Monet Gotta say woman <laughs> woman dog. Uh, Daughter to woman uh, <laughs> <laughs> Player to player Pimp yeah. to pimp <laughs> Yo. I don't believe You would shoot me nigga Um Diana, you snapped it. You have one of the most wild. First of all, in the history of TV shows and movies, there's no good dinner table scene. Monet Something's said, going down. Monet looked at her and said, bitch, I'm going to kill you. Pretty much. That was an exact quote. Uh, <laughs> I think she I think she will. Yeah. Well, she don't like. Here's the thing. Monet don't like nobody. And the only person she talks to respectfully is Tariq. He the only person she talked to with some respect and not going off. She's like, nigga, you know everything. What yeah, you know? I know you thing? know some. <laughs> like, nigga, you are. And that's some real shit. Because, like, little nigga, you, I don't give a fuck where I be at. I'm going to run into yeah, your ass. You involved. The fucking governor's ball. Your ass is there. I run into you in the fucking spot with the Jamaicans. Your ass is there. I'm at the Vanity Fair party with Sierra and Russ. Your, your ass, ass is, is there. there. Wearing a fucking see-through tux. Uh, he had on, like, a regular black tux. Was all the men dressed regular? I, Russ the only man I saw at the party nigga. Cause On some eyes wide shut shit They might have ran a train on that nigga Just not patriarchy Well yeah. all the women had to be naked Man What was the But <laughs> well, that's why old girl from Euphoria was there Hey listen <laughs> <laughs> Yes they was there Yo they yo was, They was there No, nah, they was in the building They was, they in, was the in the building, building. Uh, <laughs> No, nah, a woman a woman <laughs> <laughs> Yo uh, <laughs> the Vanity Fair uh, theme of the party was greatest for the honeys. Because <laughs> all the men was in regular attire and Man, all the women was naked on the stroll. Nah. Greatest for the money. Russ was Go. magic wand. <laughs> Yo, Don no, magic. My man from before he was magic wand. <laughs> he had the magic stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Oh man I hit the baddest <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> 
Man, that is some magic. Wild <laughs> <laughs> what if he only fuck with women? Like, <laughs> Pim, this is a wild. This is a wild way for you to get Yo, women. <laughs> like you can't. Like, say if you a man, totally. You know, hey, man. Say if you a man. Okay. And you can't get no hoes. Mm-hmm. So you transition into the woman. And then go pick up lesbians because <laughs> you you wanted to get some hoes and now you got them, but you can't do the thing that you want to do with them no more. I mean, shit, if it worked, it works. <sighs> we were just <laughs> talking about it works. <laughs> shit, Mary <I'm-> Keith <laughs> in the K. Every kiss begins with K. Hey man, <laughs> every Keith begins. Episodes off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, this is what happens when it's not a singular plot for me to focus on, dog. Yo, uh, something the listeners kept asking on the voice notes I want to make sure we touch on. Um, who do we think is working with the DA chick, right? So she, she mentioned that she got somebody on the inside. Right after she was talking to Sax. Yeah. Who was on the inside. Yeah. Um, but like him being on the inside is with Method Man. You know what I'm saying? You working at his firm. But I think that Method Man, Tariq, and all of them is in the is yeah, in the yeah yeah oh no 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 I I totally get that but everybody keep asking because there's a theory online that it's Effie everybody believes it's Effie it's Effie's not. the mole it's not I don't see how or why Effie would be the mole she had enough information to bring everybody down now but what she already snitched before like we don't Effie being a snitch twice won't shock me you know what I'm saying like. Well, she she been a snitch since high school, dog. Like I don't. Once you a snitch, nigga, you, you know what I'm saying? You you uh, Rico from paying them full to me, dog. Like even when you get out, you think you gonna come home and still be the king? You not. You a snitch. You a snitch. It is never gonna work. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> Perfect. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yo, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Can you turn me up? No. What <laughs> could you <laughs> put it back in front? Of me. Oh, Yo, man. that's really funny. Yeah. Cause she got that shit on the left. Yeah. Hey man. Um, real quick, for all our listeners out there who may or may not have a podcast or really anything that you record with a microphone, I just want to tell you a little piece of advice. Nothing crazy. Listen to Ant, don't listen to Ant. Whatever you want to do with this advice. Put the mic in front of you, dog. <laughs> like, don't don't be like the mic shouldn't be next to your shoulder, bro. <laughs> like, I I just we're witnessing it right now, and it's it's just wild to see. But anyway, um, so yeah, I don't think the mole is Effie. I one hundred percent think the mole is that she was referring to in that moment is sex. Because y'all be giving this show way too much credit. Yeah, I don't think they're that like smart to like trick us with like a second mole. What would Effie possibly? And here's the thing, right? I wouldn't hate if there was another mole working with this group, not Sax. Does Davis know Effie exists? No. No. She's not the mole. Come on. Like, does Sax know Effie exists? No. Eh, maybe. No, Sax only know about Lauren. Because they was after Lauren. Sax was the one who had Lauren wearing the wire. So, no. Nobody knows shit about Effie, dog, except fucking Brayden and Kane. They could be. I don't know. I don't know. Just keep the mic in front of you, dog. Whatever y'all do when y'all recording, just keep the mic in front of you. Um, huh? Anything else to touch on, man? This episode, Lil Mo made me really uncomfortable. Um, that whole scene was very uncomfortable. Tariq's speech was fucking DJ. horrible. 
I hated Reek's speech. In the whole wide I world. I didn't need a montage of everybody Reek killed. Um, y'all are never... Here's the thing, yo. So the, the classroom thing was about one... It was like, hey... Are you who are you who, who you're perceived to be? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. that was the whole little because the name of the episode was like perception versus reality or something like that. Um, and that's what the episode was about. Um, and here's the thing: Do you believe you are who you're perceived to be? I don't personally believe that because perceived by who? Exactly. I it's 24 hours in every single day, and mm-hmm. you may see me for two of them. Mm. 45 minutes of one. Yeah. Your perception of me in that small window does not doesn't define me. When you saw me yesterday, that didn't fully define me of who I am yesterday. Talk about it. Talk Unless about you it. watch me uninterrupted yeah. without me seeing you for twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also didn't mind the the scene in the class this time around because I did like the conversation they were having. Up until they got to the part where the white girl just randomly threw Zeke in there. Like, it felt so, like, jagged of a turn. Like, she was like, I mean, it's like Zeke Cross, right? Like, now that he's dead and everybody just thinks of him as a killer. He went from beloved basketballs. And it was like, fam, we was all talking about, like, ourselves. Like, how you jump to this dead-ass nigga, bro? It just felt out of place. I also feel a way. If you believe it is true. Okay. Um, and I'm not with the belief of just telling and teaching all kids that black people is less than in this country mm-hmm. or just less than in general. Period. Yeah. And if you keep saying it, then it's going to become true and you never go like it's never going to go away. Yeah. Now, if you broke as fuck, you ain't shit in this society. Yeah. I, that's relatively true. Well, not even. Because nah, depending on who, nigga. That's not even true because. You know, we like to update these. Let me update these stats. As of March 11th, mm-hmm. 2003. I know you had it. Which was eight days ago. The yeah. average annual pay for a male in the United States of America is $37,377 a year. Yeah. And just in case you need uh, a simple salary calculator, that yeah. works out to be approximately $17.94 an hour. This is the equivalent of $717 a week or $3,108 a month. And there is a there is a large percentage of the population who believes that men make more money per dollar or hour or whatever than women. So if the average man makes $37,000 and mm-hmm. women make even less than that, I can't even say if you quote unquote broke in this society, you're not worth nothing because everybody is worth Thirty-seven thousand dollars, and yeah. objectively, you would say that person is "quote unquote" broke. But the world, well, the country is surviving off of that currently. Yeah. So I can't even say if you don't got no money, if you don't, go, if you make a hundred thousand dollars, you ain't shit in this country. I can't say that because there's a lot of parents who are the shit. Yeah. Who is the head of the household and they make shit happen and make yeah. shit happen. Yeah. Put their kids through college. Whatever they make it happen. Off shit. Of, Our parents. With some of them You know what I'm saying 100%. Like 100% Out here making shit happen And we wasn't out here Coming from no motherfucking uh, Cheese for real For real nigga They still made sure Niggas ate And got through school And did whatever they needed To do so in life This bro. whole narrative Are there people Who are gonna have A prejudice against you Because of This that and the third Yes But this whole idea We gonna forever push That because you black Or because you're Asian Or because you're White Or because you're Insert Whatever here You aren't 
your life is going to be significantly harder. What if mm-hmm. you fat? Is your life significantly harder? What if you anorexic? Is your life significantly harder? Mm-hmm. What if you're seven foot two and you work in a call center? Is your life significantly harder? What if you're four foot eleven? Are you? Is your life significantly harder? Everybody got a thing that's going to make them their life, the perception of their life harder. So who are you to say? Which one is the hardest? So now we in the the oppression Olympics. No, yeah. nigga, I, I got it worse because I walk with a limp. You got this privilege. You got straight no limp privilege. Yeah, I'm just tired of it. Yeah. Um. As a as a theoretical. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. put my whole. I'm gonna write my thesis statement on this. No, my nigga, you speaking that shit into existence. I laughed when they were having that conversation in this uh, in this scene in the class because. Diana and Braden's sister, um, who was also in this class, two freshmen, by the way, popped up in this class, um, this advanced fucking course that they shouldn't be in. But they both came in and Diana specifically added zero to the conversation. I just thought that shit was really fucking funny because it was just more like, why are you here and how are you here? Like when uh, when the professor came in and she said, yo, I had x amount of applicants try to sign up for this course and i chose u25 and i chose y'all for you know very specific reasons y'all all had these like different backgrounds and blah 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 i'm like cool how you know diana and Braden's sister background so Braden's sister maybe um because the weston family got a lot of history at that school but even then like why would you pick this freshman and why would you pick Diana who you know zero about because she wasn't even a fucking student here um, and wasn't even like going here until a day ago. So it, I don't know. It was just, it was a very like, I enjoyed the conversation and where it started to go, but then it started to get a little left. Um, and I just don't understand how Diana is in this class. Like that's my whole thing, but she don't understand either. Cause she didn't add shit to this fucking scene dog. Um, talked about re killing, killing dog. We talked about Diana. Oh, let's get back to the reveal, man. So, um, we find out at the end, or we confirm rather, that Lauren didn't actually die. Uh, apparently, when she was knocked out and sent in a car into the lake, um, nothing happened. Like, she made it out. We're going to need to see one of those flashbacks for that one. Because I'm wondering, you know, again, like, I'm like, was she knocked out and then when the water hit her, she woke up? Because you ain't got too long to be unconscious underwater. Um, well, technically, when you're unconscious on the water, that's having kind of better for you because you're not breathing. Well, you're not inhaling the fucking as much as you yeah, yeah, would. So yeah. it's better. It's not good. But you still ain't got long. <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you still ain't got long, dog. Um, and for, you know, some way, somehow, she went underwater in this car and not only made it out, but apparently she's straight and she got her little house in Witsec. Um, I don't get the benefit of keeping her alive either, though. Um, I mean, we know that she mentioned Tariq. I'm sorry, not Tariq. Kane and Braden's name on tape. Like, we know that, but it's like. But, I mean, I don't need to let you. I don't want you to know that I'm still alive. I think I need you to act like I'm dead because y'all might say on tape that we killed you. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Well, shit, now, uh, if Sax and them don't know who Effie is, they for sure know her now because. Hey, nigga, Effie was the one who knocked me out and put me in that lake. Um, so we're going to see what they do with her character. I'm glad she's back. I think they're going to be able to get a nice little arc out of this. Um, 
early predictions just because I'm throwing them out there purely for characters who I don't like. So this is more of a hope than a prediction. Um, I think Lorenzo Tejada will be dead by the end of this season. Uh, Monet probably will kill him once she finds out that he killed Zeke. I could see it happening a mile away, so I'm calling it early. Um, I feel like Drew may live, but Everett's going to die. Like, both of them can't survive this season, dog. Strictly off the fact that neither one of them are necessary. Because um, Everett, you don't really provide much to the family drug business. You didn't even want the position that they had you in. Um with your mom trying to have you run shit or whatever you ain't even want to do that i just don't see your purpose but maybe if ever gets killed due to business you might be a little like more involved in shit i don't know nigga but i don't see Everett making it i don't see the tahada nigga making it um i also don't really get how the plan to sell drugs at the uh at the western holdings is gonna work exactly um it's a big business. It's big thought. business. It's a lot of money. I know Wall Street, you know what I'm saying? That's where cocaine got off. Uh, but I don't see how Braden specifically is going to be able to get this shit off in-house. You know what I'm saying? Like, you in there, I feel like you playing a little closer to the vest than you need to. And all the motherfuckers is snoring coke at work on the desk. Also that. I don't know. I don't even think that's going to be it. That's going to be easy. That's also easy that. Guy. We going to see how it go down, man. But, hey, man. Power Ghost is back. Um, looking forward to seeing what they do with this season. Hope they kind of level out these plots and storylines a bit. It was a little overloaded to me. I'm hoping that next week we can kind of maybe just focus on like one or two things. I think they do a lot better that way than they do. Because this felt BMFish to me with all the goddamn stories they threw out there in one episode. But happy to see it back on tv man um i'm hoping that 50 and them got something entertaining in store for us y'all hit us up let us know what y'all thought about power ghost let us know what y'all thought about this episode of the pod until next week i'm ant that's jay episode 296 we out